the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. I hope everyone had as great of a weekend as I did. Um, didn't do that much. I mean, uh, Saturday was some very interesting weather, uh, but I was with my family. And um, we're going to have a couple of special guests on. Uh, the first guest we're going to have on in the next segment is uh, Dr. Keith Abloh, and he will talk a little bit about um, mental illness and, um, you know, tragedies in life that come up that you don't see coming. And uh, I we're going to talk a little bit about that. So I'm very fortunate to uh, appreciate all of the good times because it's only a matter of time that there's going to be some bad times. But this weekend was a weekend of good times regarding my daughter and my sons and my wife and my parents. Um, I, you know, I have this app on my phone. It's cool. I have two. One's called Time Hop and one's called Memories. And they basically they're they're photograph apps where they um, they show you whatever pictures you took on that date. It doesn't go back that far, maybe like seven years. You don't understand. I have like ninety thousand, literally ninety thousand, maybe it's eighty seven thousand and change photographs between the iCloud and all of that stuff. And at this point in my life, you know, things start to fade a little bit, like details of what I did when. So I'm kind of doing a photo journal of my life. Um, I'm constantly taking pictures, just a picture here and a picture there, because that jogs the memory. And um, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So this morning, five-year-old Arthur was really struggling to get out of bed at 7 o'clock in the morning to go to kindergarten because for him it was six o'clock in the morning. Well, for all of us who celebrate quote unquote daylight savings time, it was six o'clock in the morning. Um, so I, to try to entice him to kind of get up and wake him up out of his slumber, I turned on my little phone app and it started at 2016 with his, one of his cousins. And then 17, there were some more pictures, um, and 18, 19, and then we get to 20 and I'm looking at 2020 and March 14th, and there's all these pictures. I took Arthur to the park, and um, we took we did bath time together, and then his mom made us hamburgers. She cooked the whole meal, and it was great. And I'm realizing this this morning as I'm showing this to Arthur. He said, you know what, Arthur? I was like, you left the next day to go to Florida, and I did not see you for almost six, well, no, more than six weeks, almost two months. And... 
like what a curveball that was because nobody saw that coming. And I wonder, all of you who are listening, if you could think back to the Saturday uh, before um, before that that the Sunday was the fifteenth, uh, then Monday was the sixteenth. They canceled the the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Like, what was your life like? And I know many of these listen, many listeners here. You lost someone close to you. I I know people who died. I know friends' parents who died. Luckily, I was spared that. I know people who were sick. I know people who were hospitalized. Uh, but, you know, we didn't lose anyone. At that point, it was this thing called the coronavirus. There was no COVID-19. And there were no masks. And just thinking about it and talking about it this morning with a five-year-old, um, I mean, there were a lot of lessons there. But one of the lessons is, you know, life and how unpredictable it is. And, and this is definitely something I'm going to talk about with Dr. Keith Ablo, um, <clears throat> because, you know, he's been around and this is what he's done for years and is helping people get through these situations and these crises. And, you know, it was a, the people who lost folks. Obviously, I'm not comparing my life to them because, as I said, I didn't lose anyone. But, you know, two years ago, say if I knew I was saying goodbye to my three-year-old for two months, let me tell you something. It wouldn't have been as calm of his experience. I thought I was saying goodbye to him for a week when he went to Florida with his mom. I didn't know he was going for for that long and that we were going to enter this period of, you know, absolute isolation. Uh, I came into the office that next week, and by that Wednesday and Thursday, there was no one on the streets of the city of New York. So Eric Adams now, the, the mayor, is taxed with reversing course. So what he did today was apparently today, two years ago today, um, was the first person identified who died of, at the time it was called, coronavirus. And uh, it was an 82-year-old woman. And um, I, it was. It shows you how special it was. You know, Mayor de Blasio at the time sent out through social media condolences to that woman and her family, and so did Governor Andrew Cuomo. And it was like a unique thing that someone actually died of this disease. And then you want to talk about a domino effect. My God, I think it's six million uh, around the world people have died. But... Um, the mayor came out today. He made a big speech. He said, listen, we cannot forget those people. We have to use those people as the fuel in our tank to drive us to make New York back to the way it was and make it even better. And, you know, there are several ways to do that. I mean, he was focusing on many of them. Um, One of them is that today the first wave of the anti-gun units have hit the streets um, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around with the rise in crime. And the, the easy thing to do is say, oh, it's de Blasio, it's de Blasio. But if you looked at the crime statistics uh, in January of 2020 and February of 2020, crime wasn't that bad. It wasn't. I mean, it, it maybe was not as low as it was, you know, back in the day, a couple of years before that. Um, but it wasn't that bad. To say the pandemic had no effect um, is just naive. Um, to say that the de Blasio uh, mayor had no effect is also naive because there was a tone set 
of relaxed enforcement, relaxed law enforcement. Um, so one of the many things that Mayor Adams is trying to do to bring the city back is bring back this first wave of anti-gun units. Um, it's 168 cops are deployed today in 28 different areas around the city. They're different precincts, and obviously they're the precincts with the highest level of gun violence. Um, there are another 300 units coming. And what the police commissioner has said is these specialized units um, are trained to de-escalate situations, to have to make arrests with the least amount of force. It's all a pushback to the anti-crime units, which allegedly, and I'm not saying this was the case, were heavy-handed in their policing strategies. Um, so they're out there, and the anti-crime unit was totally in plain clothes. These uh, officers have some sort of demarcation on them that they are law enforcement. Um, we can only hope there's a picture already out there that they've already made an arrest today. I will tell you that the courthouse is packed with, um, well, I, there are judges and some of the most senior judges, actually, who are now um, tasked with handling all of the gun cases. And I, there's some rule where they can't adjourn a case more than two weeks. They're looking for swift justice. Um, and um, let's see if it works. Let's see if we can mark this two-year anniversary of when New York shut down and started the decline of the city started. And let's see now if we can, two years later, 24 months later, if we can start bringing it back. Um, and I, get, I think crime is a main issue. So the first wave of the anti-gun units hitting the streets is a positive thing. We're going to come back with Dr. Keith Ablo because um, the legal community here in New York City took a hit uh, this weekend, totally unexpectedly, the way we took a hit as a world two years ago, unexpectedly. And maybe, maybe uh, Keith Ablo could make a little bit of sense of that and of mental illness and its relationship to crime because he is really one of the best and the brightest that I know. You know, you never know the curveball that life is going to throw you. And that could be death or it could be, you know, you, you get sick and you wind up in a hospital or a rehabilitation center. And, you know, the curse, cost of a nursing home could be like $500 a day easily. That's $15,000 a month. You can think about how fast that money could go by if you're stuck in a hospital for an extended period of time. So what you should do before you get to that point, before you're stressing out, before you're worried about that, whether it's for yourself or a loved one, you should call Connors and Sullivan. Those guys are my friends. They know what they're doing. They've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds and hundreds and probably at this point, thousands of people. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for. They'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news that you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars for hospitalization. So call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. So don't wait. It's Monday. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. 
718-238-6500. You'll be so glad that you did. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions had an echo in so much space. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. I guess this song is somewhat appropriate considering the, uh, the subject matter. Um, we have Dr. Keith Ablo on the phone, who is a psychiatrist and a life coach. Um, he's not crazy most of the time, uh, but sometimes when I feel a little crazy, I don't hesitate to uh, pick up the phone and call my friend, Dr. Keith. We um, we met to, oof, probably 15 years ago now um, when we were both working at the Fox News Channel. And uh, they used to like to do a little segment called um, Legal Insanity, and I was the legal and he was the insane. And Keith wanted us to do a segment called Two Heads Are Better Than One and focus on our handsome, bald heads. But uh, more importantly than all of that, he's become a really good friend of mine. And, um, you know, Keith, I took a, I took a, little, uh, took a little shot to the chin um, this weekend. I was um, walking my daughter for a nice morning, brisk Sunday stroll. And I got a call from one of my law partners who um, had just received some news that a uh, a lawyer who I know since I've been a lawyer, which is will be 30 years in November, um, took his own life. 62, 63-year-old man, very well-known, awesome lawyer, an incredible dresser, one of the only other guys in the legal community who wore a Borsellino. And I was thinking of him the other day because he also wore summer straw hats. So I was going to call him and say, you know, I don't do the the summer straw. What do you think? And, um, and just an overall great guy. Uh, this past Thursday, there was a bar event, a lawyer's event. He was there. He was upbeat. He was jovial. He was talking to everyone, had a couple of drinks with everyone, was supposed to start a trial today. Um, and, and he was loved. I mean, he was just like, uh, when his name came up, he was like, great guy, great guy, had older children from a first marriage, uh, engaged, and um, we all love him. And, and the, we're all just walking around shaking our, our own heads because it's unbelievable to us that this happened. So, Dr. Keith Ablo, how, does, how do those of us around us process this? Well, you know, there's so many lessons here, Arthur, and it's it's, you know, you know, an honor to be on with you again. This is probably our hundredth, you know, episode together. But um, it's it's just there's so much to talk about because, first of all, depression uh, is the great masquerader. So people can be harboring really dark thoughts and feel tremendously defeated and put on a front. Uh, that's why they say, listen, even psychiatrists shouldn't hazard to guess whether someone's going to go through with thoughts of suicide, hospitalize those folks because you can't really assess it. 
um, whether somebody is hiding very dark intentions. The other thing is, you know, it commandeers your rational thinking. So the people who do themselves in, they're not in the driver's seat of their life stories anymore. They've been yanked into the passenger seat. The thing driving is depression. Because otherwise, you'd take the stoic philosophy and you'd say, you know what? As long as I'm on the planet, I can fight another day. Who's to say what happens a week from now? Who's to say what happens a month from now? As long as I can take it day by day, I could win in the end. But depression deprives you of that perspective. It makes the room, your life, next week, year from now, look airless and without exit. Well, you know, Keith, like... I hear what you're saying, obviously, and, and but like today I'm kind of depressed, right, I, over this particular topic. I just got a text right before we came on that they're gonna, we're going to do something this Saturday. We're all going to get together in his honor. Um, and, um, I, you know, I came in and everyone here knows it. When I got in, came, in, came into the house on Sunday, my, my wife was there, my mother-in-law was there, and you know, right away they're like, what's the matter? And I tried not to make a big deal out of it. I tried to cover it, but I couldn't cover it up. So is what you're saying is that if you're so clinically depressed that there's some function, some strategy where you outwardly overcome it just so that you don't draw attention to yourself? People can. Um, they can play act through depression. Uh, there are people who, you know, I've, I've had clients who will call me in the morning in tears saying, I don't know if I can do this another day. And then they go to work and somehow work through that day. But inside, they're all torn apart. And so, you know, it's quite different. Major depression, when that strikes, is very different than saying this is a bad day or this has been a bad week. It's literally, if you could imagine, feeling as though uh, a terrible sense of impending doom, as though you're on a plane that's going to crash there's no two doubts about no doubt about it. It's going to happen. And you think the pain is just too unbearable to sustain. And also it invites all kinds of fixed and false beliefs. There are a lot of people who think, you know what? Everyone's going to be better off if I'm not here. By the way, that's never, ever true. And so the job of every person who may be listening to us right now who's thinking, uh, you know, I don't know if I can go on. Maybe I shouldn't go on. Maybe it's better if I don't. Is to say, you know what, I'm going to take it exactly like they say in AA, one day at a time. Uh, I'm going to fight through today. And then tomorrow, I'll take tomorrow. The truth is you can get through anything. There are people who go, sadly, to prison for years. They come out, they remake their lives. Uh so There's Keith, let me ask you this question. Right now. You know, like when you're talking yeah. about when you're talking about this level of of pain, right? I remember yeah. when my best my best friend's father was dying of cancer, and I mean he was right. I mean he was in a lot of like real physical pain, and he knows he was dying. Like there's no chemo, there's no coming back. Mm. And you know, my friend said, you know what's amazing is right next to him is this bottle of what do they give you to kill the pain? Morphine? Is that mm -hmm. what they in the More, in the right? In, yeah. In the little eyedropper, right? And he's like, he's measuring out these little drops to make sure he doesn't overdose. And yet, mm. he's, his death is within going to be within probably hours. And he could take himself out of pain, but he still has that human will to live. 
And is what you're saying is that the depression yeah. becomes so powerful that that will to live just is just disappears? It cuts it off at the knees. Legit cuts it off at the knees. And, you know, I, I had one woman tell me that her husband had been nice enough to say, you're so depressed, you know. I'll bring photos of the kids, more photos of the kids into your office to let you know that life's worth living. And she said, you know, that's going to make it worse because I don't feel anything for my kids. Wow. Right? It, it takes away you. So, that you know, it's a terrible thing, by the way. The worst feeling you can have is as though you don't have any inter internal self. And what depression does is it, it vacuums that out so that you feel like, oh, my God, I, have, I, I am nothing. I need, I need not to be here. And um, so, again, you know, your friend's father, when he was so carefully, and you say it so eloquently, you know, measuring out the morphine, he wanted another hour, another whatever. He wanted to be aware. Why? The question is what? Well, another smile that he sees from his son. Maybe <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Right? That's exactly what it was. It was his son was by his side. His son and his wife was by his side. And, and you know, he was, I mean, Chris explained it to me. He's like, you know, he, I, he can't go to the bathroom. He can't do this. He can't do that. He goes, I don't know why he just doesn't drink this whole little vial and all, all yeah. his pain will be gone. And then I look at my friend from this weekend who, from outside looking in, he had everything going for him. He was engaged to a mm -hmm. beautiful, wonderful woman. He had two wonderful grown daughters. He was starting a big trial today with his best friend at his side. Uh, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, what? we're all in shock, Keith, that I'm using you right now. I should be yeah. paying you your hourly rate. Um, because we really all, and, and people very close to me were really, really close to him, much closer than I I'd was. Why you pay me your hourly rate? <laughs> Very but good. anyhow, yes. Um, and, well, and, I guess and, what's and the overall lesson, Keith? We got we got two minutes. So, so what is the overall lesson so for the overall? Yeah, let me tell you, Arthur. And I, I, I'm sorry, I always used to step on your lines, and I still do it. I'm I love sorry, it. No but, uh, but but I'll tell you. Here's one lesson. Here we are talking about your friend's father and his struggle and war on his own pain and his will to live. And you know what he did? He gave his son that gift. He gave his son the gift that a father would like to give that, you know what, I'll take another minute with you, another 30 seconds, I'll fight in order to see your face, right? That's what we have to somehow impart to the people who feel like I can't go on. The skies will clear. Yes, it's unspeakable pain when you have major depression. It's horrific. Fight through it. Tomorrow's another day. Maybe it's a month from now. You will look back at this time and say that was terrible but i'm done with it well keith i mean <laughs> i forgot how good you are on the air because we're always talking you know friend to friend paul carlucci to paul carlucci tell me real quick we got about 45 seconds left um what's keith ablo doing these days where do we find keith you Ablo, I'm, I'm still doing what i do i work with individuals companies uh coming up with the best path forward Everything is a story, Arthur. It's no different than, and you know this, it's no different if it's an individual or it's a criminal case or it's a company. The question is, what's the best story and how do you manifest the best you can possibly bring to things? 
And that's what I'm up to. I'm a, All right. Uh, well, I'm and we can find you at keithablo.com, right? Or you can call me anytime, Arthur. You know, I, I like trying to help you, too. You need Thank a lot you, of Keith. therapy, brother. You, you, you'll be back on the show often. <laughs> be well, my brother. Thank you, Keith Ablo. Right, take care, pal. We love the Empire State, and what better bank could there be than the one named after the Empire State? Empire State Bank, which specializes in providing innovative financial solutions, personal service, and industry expertise to run and grow your business. Now, the guys at Empire State Bank know that a lot of attorneys listen to this show. So they have designed an attorney advantage banking program, which is a specialized program to meet the challenges of law firms. Empire State Bank's IOLA escrow money management account is built for attorneys and legal and law firms with the fiduciary responsibility of managing clients' funds, which is the most important thing sometimes a lawyer does. You have one master checking account with unlimited sub-accounts for each client, allowing you to keep client funds separate from your own which is essential under the rules of ethics. You can allocate account interest, generate reports, disperse funds, generate year-end tax preparation, and funds are safe because Empire State Bank provides FDIC insurance greater than 250000 which is what the rate is at most banks. Open an IOLA checking account and take your law firm to the next level, with Attorney Advantage Banking exclusively at Empire State Bank. They have locations in Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Queens. So call them today at 833-393-7700, 833-393-7700, or visit ESBNA.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And does. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Want more AM970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM970 The Answer. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches and the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. News. Opinion. Passion. This is AM970. The Answer. We have clear skies and 52 degrees on this Monday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, the New York City Councilman who heads the Park and Recreation Committee is proposing a plan to improve the parks. Scott Pringle has more. Councilman Shaker Kirshnan wants more park space, upgraded playgrounds and parks in every zip code, more waterfront access, and a million trees planted in the parks by year 2030. He calls parks a health and social justice issue. Now is the time, especially after COVID, to make sure that we are expanding and investing in green space. 
for communities that have been hit hardest by this pandemic. Kirshnan is calling for a billion dollars for the Parks Department, about double what Mayor Eric Adams is proposing in his budget. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. A five-alarm fire at a Brooklyn gym is under control. It broke out around 10.30 this morning at a UFC fit gym on Borum Place in Cobble Hill. Some 200 firefighters rushed to the scene. At least 12 injuries were reported, including nine firefighters and three civilians. There are new charges against a suspect after a woman's torso was found in Brooklyn. The murder charges against 83-year-old Harvey Markelin have been upgraded from second to first degree murder. Markelin is accused of killing and dismembering 68-year-old Susan Layden. Her torso was found in a shopping cart on a street corner in Cypress Hills earlier this month. Taking a look at the traffic across the Hudson, 15 to 20 minutes of the outbound Holland Tunnel. Just when things were getting better, a car breaks down in the tube, so the right side uh, the, under, the, under the river is currently blocked. The outbound Lincoln Tunnel, 15 to 20 minutes. Inbound, we're doing okay. George Washington Bridge, that's a pretty good ride into and out of the city. In New Jersey, southbound western spur of the turnpike by the Vince Lombardi rest area, a crash. Partly cloudy skies tonight, low 42. Sunny skies tomorrow, high 59. Sunny on Wednesday with a high of 59. Cloudy for St. Patty's Day on Thursday. Chance of a shower or two, high 56. Back to sunshine Friday, high 64. And now you know what's going on. I am Mike Barker on AM 970, The Answer. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, as a trial attorney, um, this is definitely a story I don't want to pop up, see pop up on my feed. Um, it said that today a client uh, uh, of an immigration lawyer stabbed the lawyer to death in Queens, New York. Wow. I mean... I don't have many more details than that, except that the, um, the the client went into the immigration lawyer's office and attacked the immigration lawyer and stabbed him until, until he died. Um, that's pretty horrible, as was the story I spoke about a little earlier. And I just want to, you know, say that there was a lot of social media posts about um, this person who died uh, over the weekend, and I'm, I'm not using his name because I haven't spoken to his family and I don't want to exploit it in any way, but I know him, I knew him well enough that he would want us all to take some life lessons out of this. And one of the lessons was written by another very prestigious lawyer, Anthony Riccio, who said, Tony Rico, I believe, um, who said, you know, the pressures on criminal defense attorneys and the criminal defense bar um, sometimes is not realized by the general public because often we have people's lives in our hands, um, whether they're going to jail, whether they're not going to jail, whether they're going to jail for a short, short period of time or a long period of time. And yes, some people have committed the crimes and some people haven't, and some cases are overcharged, so they're looking at much more of a serious punishment than what they actually did. And you know, I guess those pressures, I don't guess, I know those pressures can can really get to people. And uh, what Tony said is we all have to kind of look after each other and make sure we're all as healthy uh, and, and as supportive as we possibly can be. Um, using the word supportive, the United States of America has passed a $13.6 billion uh, bill to give aid, humanitarian aid to Ukraine. And it just popped up that Ukrainian President Zelensky will speak to Congress on Wednesday at 9 a.m., um, obviously virtually, and explain to them what's going on and uh, 
how horrible and devastating things are. And, and if you want to be depressed, just look at some of the videos and some of the photos of what's going on in Ukraine. Um, but our next guest is someone who has actually taken the bull by the horns and has done something about it. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have on the line Andy Sabin, who is literally taking matters into his own hands, uh, especially on a topic near and dear to my house, heart, people who suffer from type 1 diabetes in Ukraine, and they're suffering with getting their hands on insulin. Uh, Andy Andy led the charge and has helped, and I'm going to give the microphone to him. Andy, welcome to the Idola Power Hour. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm above the ground. Every day above the ground is a good day. I'm so with I'm you, happy. my friend. I have I have the very same attitude. Um, so talk to us. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing in Ukraine uh, directly to uh, try to ease uh, some okay. of their pain. Well, just before I start, my and this isn't why I, I got involved with the insulin, but I have a granddaughter with type one uh, juvenile diabetes. You said it's dear to your heart. You have, you must have it's, some it's, it's, it, Yeah, listen, it's it's my godson, and in a nutshell, last night we're out at dinner, and I look at my yeah. sister sitting next to me. It's her son, and he's my nephew, yeah. but he's my god. Was super close. I look over him. I'm seeing him. He's turning green, light green, and and we're both right. like, Nick, what's up? And he said, Oh, my inset fell out. So now he's eating all this stuff. A lot of carbs were involved, and he's pressing the button on his machine to give him insulin, but the inset's out of his arm, and it's not coming into his body, and his number was 397. Oh it was 397. You know, you're supposed to be about 120, and of course, we yeah. packed up, oh and we went home, and he gave himself a shot, and, you know, people who don't aren't very familiar with it don't know the, the, the liability of, of having that disease and the damage that it does to your body overall. It's in the top five uh, killers in the United States of America. Yeah, so um, to make a long story short, uh, I, I do a lot of philanthropy, 204 charitable grants last year. Um, I have a two good Polish friends. One was Miss Poland. They live in Connecticut. The other one is a doctor from Poland, lived in Poland, came back here, interned at uh, MD Anderson, where I'm on the board. And she went to Poland two weeks ago. I get a call. This is urgent. We need insulin. Can you help us? This is like three days to go. So I have three days to get some insulin. I call up Southampton Hospital, which is a hospital near my house in Amagansett, which I do a lot of funding. I got 100 vials right away. Then I call up um, Steve Corwin over at Columbia Presbyterian. I said, I need uh, insulin right away. Can you help me? We've got three days to go because, because the Miss Poland girl was taking it all in a suitcase back to Poland. He comes up, he shows up at the airport with 600 vials of insulin. The next thing I know, um, uh, she's on the plane to Poland. She gets to Poland, and her and Anna, uh, uh, Isabella's the doctor. Anna was Miss Poland. The two of them drive the insulin the hospitals in Ukraine. After I heard that story about how desperate they were for insulin, uh, a friend of mine, I'm at Ocean Reef in Key Largo, a friend of mine's family owned Upjohn, Bill Barfitt. I said, how do I buy a large quantity of insulin? He said, get a hold of the CEO. Eli Lilly is the largest manufacturer of insulin in the world. 
I tracked down the president and the the president of the insulin division. Name is Mike Mason. I said, Mike, we got to get the insulin there. He says he's agreed. They're working on it. They're sending thirty three thousand vials of wow. insulin. It was supposed to arrive last week. It should be leaving today or tomorrow. Uh, they had a logistical problem on the Polish end. Uh, what you know about insulin, it has a shelf life of 28 days uh, if it's not refrigerated. Right. So when you send, he came up with the 33,000 vials because that's what Eli Lilly was selling uh, Ukraine before this. I'm sorry to get choked up with all this crap. Anyway. Listen, uh, and, you know, Andy, a lot of people get choked up, but you put your money where your mouth is and not only the money and obviously I'm not minimizing that but you took the initiative to find Eli Lilly to find who you know what company had it to find the CEO to right. get it done to make sure it gets over there because what folks don't understand is if you don't get that insulin you'll die you go into a coma and right. you die exactly so that led I'm sorry uh, I'm on the board of a the best cancer hospital in the world, MD Anderson, Houston, Texas. I gave him $30 million. I have 20 doctors looking for a cure in perpetuity. So I wow. get a call. The girls are in the Ukraine back and forth. They said, look, we've got somewhere between 30 and 40 kids with cancer in Kiev. We can't get them out unless they have a place to go. The doctors in the, in the States. Now, 100 of them were placed in Italy, Germany, and Spain. And so I, I have another rush. I call up the president of MB Anderson Pisters, and I told him the problem. He says, look, he comes back to me. We'll give you 20 beds, 20 at Anderson, and I'm sorry, 10 at Anderson and Texas Children's. Then I call wow. up Columbia, says, you got 10 beds. Then I call up Sloan Kettering, you got 10 beds. Um, Andy, I mean, listen, that, that is tremendous. And, you know, I, I'm a big, well, <laughs> saying I'm a big contributor to St. Jude compared to the numbers you just threw out, it's like I'm giving them less than pennies. Well, St. Jude but, is great. They're in the Ukraine. The problem with St. Jude's are fantastic, but they're so big. That's why I had to get on the ground myself and bring these kids out. Well, thank you, because when you when you go to these St. Jude events and you either meet these kids or you see the videos of these kids, yeah. I mean, it rips the heart out of your out of your your soul. It just breaks because they're so sweet and beautiful and helpless. So, Andy, thank you so much for what you did. And, and you didn't stop there. Um, I was oh, reading no, about you. Tell you, you. Another story. Wait, I want you I want you to tell about how you saved the animals in the zoo. Okay, but let me tell one more cancer story, and then I'll go to the Go office. ahead. <laughs> uh, I get a call from my friend Craig Manaturian. BBC is running a story about a girl named Paulina. Paulina has uh, a neuroblastoma. She needs a special medicine, and she was treating Israel back in Ukraine. She's got only enough to the end of the month. So I arranged with Sloan Kettering to get medicine. My girls got her out of there uh, two days ago. They brought her to a house in Poland. They got her food, toys, and everything. She's getting the medication, and I've arranged if she comes to the States to be treated at one of the hospitals. All right, let's go to the next subject. Well, uh, first of all, first of all, <laughs> we, yeah, first of all, I don't want to minimize that. I don't want to minimize that. Um, 
So thank you for doing that. I mean, you're you're really a literally a lifesaver. You're really re- literally saving uh, lives. So thank you so much. Yeah. I, you know, I will I will mention uh, Rabbi Joseph Potasnik. Um, you know, he just he just sent a, a, a whole team of uh, rabbis over there with all big bags of supplies and things like that. So people are chipping yeah. in real quick. We got a minute left. Tell me tell me what you did with the uh, okay. you know so with with I, the animals I'm, at the I'm zoo. Crisis manager. Uh, I work with International Fund for Animal Welfare. When the Libyan Zoo had no food for the animals, I funded that. When Hurricane Dorian came, I had seven planes airlift all the dogs and cats. So I called up IFAW. They said, look, we've got to move the tigers, lions, and the sanctuary animals out of Poland. So I paid for They moved them. Uh, most of the lions and tigers are out already. Uh, out of, I'm sorry, out of Ukraine into Poland. Then they said, look, we got to feed. The people aren't leaving their pets. Can you get food to the people for their dogs and cats, uh, not only humans? So we funded another group uh, with the Ministry of Agriculture in Ukraine that delivers food uh, for dogs and cats for the families that are still stuck in Ukraine. I don't know if you saw uh, last week, uh, a couple of days ago, a girl was delivering food to the animal shelter. She was killed by a Russian bomb. Did you see that? Yes, yes, yes. So um, so I, I'm funding the Ministry of Agriculture for People's Pets, and IFAW's on the other end. We work with ESA, which is the European zoo thing. We're pulling the animals out of Ukraine and placing them wherever we can. Well, let me tell you something. Philanthropist Andy Sabin, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I know you're on the east end of Long Island. I get to hang out there every once in a while. I would love you to give me the privilege of maybe uh, taking you for a meal or something along those lines just to thank you for everything that you've done for humanity. Really. Well, I need I need you to come to Bridge Hampton to the South Fork Natural History Museum where I teach kids all about conservation it's uh, in Bridgehampton. I'll I'll uh, be there with bells on with with two of at least two of my three children. So, I I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You just heard real life, real life saving stories, not only for humans, uh, people with diabetes, people with cancer, but also animals. Uh, philanthropist Andy Sabin, he's really setting an example for all of us. Thank you so much, Mr. Sabin. All right, you have a great night. Thank you. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Are you over 65 or turning 65? Whether you're new to Medicare or already have a plan, important changes in Medicare take place every year that most Americans miss. Get your Medicare maximized with Chapter, a free service that makes sure you have the right plan now and continued concierge service whenever you need a change. At Chapter, we instantly compare thousands of plans from the most trusted insurers to find our members the best and most affordable plans for them. The right Medicare coverage for 
you, including plans to cover gaps in Medicare Part A and Part B, important benefits like vision, dental, and prescription coverage that could save you thousands of dollars each year. Maximize your Medicare with Chapter, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. The service is free, so call and speak with an advisor. Let us help your next chapter be the best one yet. Call 800-586-9222. One of my favorite sponsors is Legacy Box because it is something I use to preserve my memories, whether they're on cassette tape, video cassette, Super 8 film, slides, pictures, you name it. I'll just tell you this, all of that old stuff will either get lost or just deteriorate over time if you don't put it all on the cloud or on a little hard drive. Legacy Box makes reclaiming your past as easy as one, two, three. So I do it, and your memories are meant to be relived, not chewed up by the VCR or worn away with time. Convert your tapes to digital. Here's their great offer. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. At this special price, there's never been a better time to convert your collection. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Prager to shop their $9 tape sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash Prager to unlock this radio first offer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. This is WNYM, Hackensack, New Jersey, New York City. Well, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been. And we know what we're knowing, but we can't say what we've seen. Those guys are definitely not on the road to nowhere, um, but I guess there are a lot of people who are. Um, and I'm not saying that facetiously. You know, Dr. Ablo has been helping people who are struggling with d- depression and mental illness um, for years, decades now. And Andy Sabin, boy, oh boy, talk about a guy who, you know, obviously, God bless him, he's accumulated a, a tremendous amount of wealth as opposed to just watching it accumulate in the bank. I mean, he's spreading the wealth, literally. Uh, either one of those people I could have done the whole show with. Um, and I just want to thank both of them for finding the time to come on because they were uh, they were just really wonderful. Uh, at least for me, I, I learned a lot from both of them. And I know there's a lot going on with Ukraine and, and aid to Ukraine. And, you know, we should all keep that in mind. I know when I was... Uh, in church yesterday, the uh, the priest said that next Sunday's second collection will be uh, going to the Catholic Church to aid people in Ukraine. So I uh, a big thank you to those two guests. Um, a, a story that just popped up quickly from the, the legal point of view, um, it popped up around 4.30 today that I saw it. New York sues New Jersey over effort to shutter mob-busting Waterfront Commission. Uh, and the Waterfront Commission had to do with the Longshoremen's Union and, and 
keeping organized crime out of that area of the world. And it was a bi-state agency that was formed in 1953 to basically crack down on unfair hiring practices at the seaports. So in other words, the guys from organized crime would force people to have jobs there, but a lot of them were no-show jobs. And so they pretended they were on the payroll, but they didn't go to work, but they still got a check. And I'm not saying that that was not necessary uh, 1953, let's see, 60, 70 years ago. Um, but now, um, you know, basically what it is, it's an anti-Italian situation. And, you know, the city has a similar um, agency. It's called the Business Integrity Commission. And, again, I think that was put into effect when Rudy Giuliani was the the mayor. And, you know, that's also decades ago. And, I'm again, at that point, it may have been necessary but I have had people come to me and say um, who have applied to jobs with the city in the, the industries that the Business Integrity Commission looks at. And one of them is the, um, the, the, the water front. And there's nothing in their record. There's nothing in their background that would prevent them from getting the job, except that they're an Italian-American uh, person. And maybe a generation or two, they had someone in their family who was quote-unquote associated, which means like you could go bowling with someone who was found to be a member of organized crime, and all of a sudden you're associated with organized crime. But it's interesting because um, Governor Murphy in New Jersey said um, New Jersey is no longer going to participate in the Waterfront Commission of New York Harbor. And the uh, Attorney General, Letitia James, and Solicitor General Barbara Underwood, they brought a lawsuit to save the Waterfront Commission, um, saying in a filing um, today in court that New Jersey's plan will open the door to organized crime members and other criminal enterprises infiltrating the port and controlling its operations. You could say that about any industry almost. I mean, do they have one of these for uh, gambling? I mean, I don't know, but it's not not. It hasn't been brought to my attention. Um, you know, obviously, we want to crack down um, on organized crime, but I'm looking at um, another thing that just came out regarding Italians. Little Italy. Little Italy um, got cut out of a $20 million grant that only went to Chinatown. And again, they're next to each other. They're a block apart from each other. Um and it, it had to do with businesses that suffered through the pandemic. And, I mean, yes, initially, before uh, two years ago today, that maybe the month of February, when we heard about the Wuhan virus and things going on in China, people shied away from Chinatown. But that was a, like a two-week, three-week situation. And then the whole city shut down. And to say that Chinatown was the only one affected and Little Italy, which, again, is right there. It's a, this, they, they're sharing streets, basically, was not affected. It's just not um, – it, it's just – first of all, it's not accurate. It's not accurate that uh, it, it, Little Italy wasn't affected. So why shouldn't the Italians in Little Italy who are struggling to begin with all of those restaurants get some of the relief that the Chinese restaurants are getting from one block away? Um Dolly Parton. All right, folks, I hope you're sitting down. Dolly Parton has pulled out of this year's nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Um, I think she's in her mid-70s. I think it's 76 years old. And she was one of 17 that were nominated to get into the Hall of Fame. She's not. She, she didn't win to get into the Hall of Fame. It's voting by uh, people. I'm a member of the Hall of Fame. It's in Cleveland, Ohio. Every time I go see Geraldo, I've been there. I had a case in Cleveland. I've been there. I love it. It's my favorite museum by far, unequivocal. It is so well done, and it's it's just awesome. But she does not want to be considered for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she's like, look, I'm in the Country Hall of Fame. Everybody knows me for being in the Country Hall of Fame, and that is not – I don't want to take away from anyone else. So it's kind of a noble thing that she's doing. It's kind of cool. Like, I don't need this award. Give it to someone else. I don't want to take anyone else's uh, votes away. And finally – um, there's an article in the New York Times about how people are openly selling weed um, in Washington Square Park and other places in the, in the uh, city. And I don't mean like a guy standing on the corner like you want to buy weed. I mean like they set up a table with like different kinds of weed right there. They have to crack down on that if the legalized retail marijuana industry is going to succeed. That's not a guess. That's what I've been told by my friends who sell legalized marijuana uh, on the West Coast where it's already legal. So we have our work cut out for us. Two years ago today, I was uh, having my last meal for almost two months with my kids. I hope everyone survived, and I hope now we are all going to thrive. Have a great night, everyone. I will see you tomorrow. This world, that was winter. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.